to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm happy that you listen to my podcast as we talk today about the fact that emissions are not only caused by the much discussed carbon dioxide and why global warming will subsequently come into focus. Which form of energy generation is the most environmentally friendly and resource saving for you? In which areas of energy production do you think there is room for improvement? The melting of icebergs is a major factor in the fact that we find an ever-increasing carbon dioxide content in the Earth's atmosphere. In my opinion, however, too little attention is paid to this fact. This is recognizable to me by the fact that, for example, the burning of fossil fuels, the production of building materials such as cement, and agriculture are the main focus. To this topic, you find more information on www.goclimate.at. Clearly, all our actions play into each other. However, the question arises to what extent we can counteract the melting of the icebergs at all. As climate researchers have now confirmed, see www.geo.de we are still in the so-called ice age with warmer and colder periods. What to distinguish from the so-called cold period? Of course, we can contribute for example by reducing or eliminating carbon dioxide consumption when driving any production. But what might be ignored in alternative energy production? Two weeks ago, I already mentioned sustainability and resource extraction although this is presently where a contradiction can arise. Although in many places I miss the memory of what nature once looked like before the mining of gravel and other materials began, the landscape in these places looks frightening. It seems that nature is influenced by resource extraction. This is presently why the question arises for me as what the conditions are for the extraction of raw materials for electric cars and smartphones. What possibly nature-destroying effort is being made for silicon and other materials? With these thoughts, I want to raise awareness once again today to see the preservation of our nature and environment more comprehensively. No carbon dioxide emissions when driving an electric car may be commendable. But what happens during the extraction of raw materials? What is the carbon dioxide balance here? And how often is a new smartphone or iPhone actually needed? It is perfectly clear to me that an enormous number of factors play a role in the protection and preservation of an environment worth living in. At the same time, in my opinion, even the most extreme climate activists are pushing the big picture aside. From my point of view, destroying works of art and sticking oneself on the street is hardly a solution to solve the problems of our time. As one of my colleagues has said, the gluing plant would only support the oil industry anyway. Self-sufficiency by means of photovoltaic systems, including electricity production for feeding into the power grid sounds great, and the advantages should outweigh the disadvantages. But in my view, there is a downside to be seen here that is too little noticed, among other disadvantages. Have you ever heard that photovoltaic systems contribute to additional warming? As we learn on the page www.energie-5.0 
Fachberater.de Depending on the module and angle used, the heat radiation of a photovoltaic system can have a detrimental effect on a hatch when mounted on the house wall. Too little is known about the extent to which electrosmog is harmful due to electric or magnetic fields. You find more information to this topic on www.solarid.de. According to my conclusion, a large number of photovoltaic systems thus leads to an additional influence on global warming. As my spouse once told me, the heat radiation was clearly felt in front of such a house wall. So we are not only confronted with carbon dioxide emissions, but also with those caused by heat. Literally speaking, the cat seems to bite its tail, no matter what climate protection measures are taken. After all, it is hard to imagine doing without any means of transport. At the same time, countless images show how countless areas of land have been devastated and dried up because no remineralization measures have been taken after the extraction of the raw materials. While walking recently, I was actually surprised because in places where trees were felled a few years ago, new trees over 2 meters high have now been planted. This makes me feel positive, because for me it's a sign that more awareness leads to more and more frequent projects being implemented. Let's do it together, because together we can reduce emissions and conserve resources. What kind of life value do we still have if we only find a desert environment, because the climate can no longer regenerate on a small scale? I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to watch a new video on Life Field TV on Sunday. I wish you an energy and resource saving time. All love, Stefan Josef.